Blog Talk Radio. that Peg did about her and Valerie, and I couldn't get to the end of it in time. <laughs> oh, you about... scared me there. Well, we're on <laughs> air. So um, I was I was waiting for you to say hello. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we're we on the air. Oh, excuse yes. me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a little preview to everybody then. Um, of the excitement of what we're going to be hearing about in tonight's call. Um, this is Anda Hart, uh, joining late because I got so intrigued with information I had just missed, just realized I had missed, and I will be hearing more about that in the call tonight. And I want to welcome all of you to the Mother-Father-God call tonight with Dr. Catherine E. May, who is a practicing clinical psychologist uh, there in uh, New York, in New York City, and in the Hudson Valley area with her very unique and only um, visual centering um, that she is teaching. It's a, You can go to her site, which is whoneedslight.org. Learn about it there and the wonderful things that people are learning how to manage the uh, the channels in their own brain and become more and be able to do more. Uh, we'll hear about that probably tonight with some of these experiences. So, uh, Dr. May, I'll quickly give uh, my website, um, which is hollowearthnetwork.com, and uh, my adjoining, this handles all the happenings on the surface and within the interior of our globe and uh, my adjoining site, which is earthascends.com, which is messages from the galactics. And, of course, the galactics and those in the interior of our planet uh, know each other well and are working together to bring about uh, the ascension, which is imminent. That's, uh, that's the word I choose. We don't use the word soon anymore. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
With that, Dr. May, I'm going to turn this over to you and apologize to your listeners for being late. I didn't realize I was that late. <laughs> okay, and uh, Catherine, what are we going to do? What are we going to do tonight? Oh, <laughs> things things are moving so fast. Um, I hardly know from one minute to the next. Here's what I've been told. <clears throat> Mother God is going to begin with um, a little introduction, and I think I should give a little background to <laughs> this amazing story. I think I should tell my personal experience of it because this will help people to understand. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big. So I think it was yesterday morning. <laughs> yes. Um the time goes so fast. I woke up with a scratchy throat, and I thought, "This I never get sick. I don't understand this, but it felt really strange. And it was in the same place where I had had um, an old, you know, an entity removed. So I thought, oh, no, this can't be. I've got my pillar of protection up all the time. I did... I was very tired for a day or so, and I think I probably wasn't as sparkling as I might have been, but I've been keeping it around me. So I sat down and said, okay, I'll call in our team and have them remove it and see what happens. So see what this is about. So I called in Sananda and the Arcturians and St. Germain and um, Mother, Father, God, and leaned back in my chair and said, okay, folks, help me with this. What is this? And I, and I said, okay, I'm going to send this out, but I want to make sure that, you know, someone's there to capture it. So uh, they began, and very quickly they said um there's no problem here it's it's a reptilian entity and it's leaving by itself and is asking and i heard i'm so sorry i hope i didn't hurt you i just scratched your throat a little to get your attention and i saw a reptilian entity like exiting from my throat chakra and was like a delivery, was was caught in the arms of Sananda and the others surrounded him and he said, I just want to go to the light. I want to be of service. I want to make up for what I've done. And I, I really want to help. And it was so touching. I could feel everyone's heart just went out to this being. And then he, he, it looked like he sort of got stronger and and not quite so frightened. And he presented himself and he said, I want to be the one who brings all of my species to the light. I want to be the one who will go out and carry the word that they should all come to the light and I want to bring them to you. And I want I want to ask Lucifer 
to help because we were all tricked into thinking that Lucifer was our leader and that Lucifer represented power and that he was stronger than God. And <clears throat> he said, we were duped, and I understand it now, and it's and I regret what I've done. And, of course, you know, everyone said that's, you're welcome back and we forgive you and yes you can come to the light and he said I don't want to go to the light yet I want to help and I want to bring all of my species all of the dark ones who are interfering with people and I want to bring them into the light I want to bring them to you and he knew We were talking this morning to him, the the um, Gabriel and Lucifer and the other uh, women that I've been working with, and we said, "Well, how do you know all this is? How do you know all this about us that Gabriel has been offering to receive all the dark entities so that Luc- she and Lucifer could help them to go to the light?" <laughs> so we said, "How do you know about all this?" He said, "You're kidding." Everybody knows about this. So apparently the word travels very fast among the dark ones. So they know all about these things that we're doing, the healings and the shows and offering to help bring the dark ones to the light so that they can be saved and and can go on. So he said, I want to be able to be the one. I want to lead this, and I want to be the one who will bring them all. And I'm asking Gabrielle and Lucifer to work with me so that they can receive all the ones that I bring. Well, already, um, before I even had a chance to talk to Gabrielle about this, she she immediately offered and was working with Peg, who is Mother Mary, and Peg said, it looked to me like they were plastered all over her light aura, thousands of them. And they took a whole batch of them to the light. Well, after we talked to this, the one who exited my throat, we said, I said to him, okay, but we we need to have a name to call you so that we can, we know when to call on you. He said, how... And then I heard, I'm not sure this was his idea, I heard Reginald. How about Reginald? So I said, okay. I thought, that sounds noble. I think we should call you Prince Reginald. And he said that is wonderful. He would really appreciate that because he was a follower of Lucifer, who was called the Prince of Darkness. And he said, and now I see that he's the Prince of Light. And I want to be the prince for my species, which are the reptilians, <clears throat> apparently. I think that's what he would... I'll have to check with him if that's what he would call himself. So that was just the beginning. <laughs> so since then, I've had a, a long conversation with Prince Reginald, who is the one who's going to be in charge of this 
charge of the light brigade, I just heard. (laughs) (laughs) He's here with me. He's going to call it the charge of the light brigade. (laughs) And he's going to bring maybe millions of dark entities to Lucifer and Gabrielle. And they are going to have an enormous team to work with them who will make sure that every one of them has a mentor and someone to help them to escort them to the light. So later, I today, I, w- I, walk, I went for a little walk and I said, wait a minute, how did Prince Reginald get inside my light chamber, my light cylinder? And I was talking to St. Germain and he said he raised his vibration. And he raised his vibration enough so that he was of the light. And that's how he managed to get inside my chamber. And I think it was when I was really tired and just before I went to bed, and I probably let my um, guard down a little, and then he raised his light so he could get in. So he is already a light worker. He's already qualified himself. So he's going to be in charge of this, charge of the light brigade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh. It just gets stranger every day. (laughs) You're going to have to write another book, Catherine. (laughs) Yeah, all of this isn't being documented. Well, sometimes Sananda talks about bits of it. Um, so, Prince Reginald is here to talk to us tonight, and I think it's going to be fascinating. He said he would tell a little bit about who he is and his experience and why he wants to do this. And then tomorrow night on our healing call, we're going to start with this. We're going to do a healing for all of the dark entities that have been occupying human hosts. And when this happens, people who have been plagued by dark entities, some for a lifetime, are going to feel themselves freed. So remember on the call, on the Saturday call, um, Father God said, all contracts are done, all dark entities you know, that were contracts are going to be, everything's removed. So I think this is what he went. So all dark entities that are, now this doesn't include the mechanical devices. There may be still a few of those around, and those will have to be removed too, but they're they're going to be neutralized. So, the way they're going to be neutralized is that anyone who is um, in possession of one of these or has been um, had one of these imposed on them, if they raise their level of light, it will simply dissolve these um, gadgets, the hardware we call it. 
that some of which were installed civilizations ago. So everyone's going to be free of all of this dark stuff. But first we start with the ones that have a soul, the dark entities, as we've called them. They're beings with a soul. So Prince Reginald is going to come and tell us what that's like to have been um, seduced into the dark side as a, you know, a dark worker. We call ourselves light worker. Maybe they call themselves dark workers. I'm not sure. We'll find out from him. Um, Also, this is a long introduction. (laughs) Also, um, Gabrielle, who is uh, French-Canadian, I think she speaks English beautifully, but she's a little hesitant to say very much. So she's on the call, but she's she's going to ask that Lucifer speak for both of them. Um, so we're also going to hear from them, and I think I should put them on the line right now so they can say hello. So Lori, um, who has driven up to Canada to be with Gabrielle is on the line. So they're both there. Lori is the one we call Aurora, Archangel Aurora. Are you there, ladies? Angel? Yes, we're here. <laughs> greetings, greetings, Catherine and Anne. How are you, beautiful ladies, today? Hi, Lori. We're great. Hi. So Good. You're... I'm here with Go ahead. You do the introductions. Uh, I'm here with Gabriella, who um, is very, very excited to be helping um, with such an important, important part of the mission related to Ascension. And uh, she was out on the deck conferring with Lucifer earlier. They had some quiet time to talk about, you know, what they might want to cover tonight. And uh, um, she's a little shy about her accent, but maybe she could just say a quick hello. It's this adorable French-Canadian accent. (laughs) Just say a quick hello. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, Valerie. Uh, Hello, Gabriella. (laughs) So she uh, also spoke with um, Prince Reginald earlier, and um, he he loves her accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he told me he had an English accent, or he wishes to have an English accent. I'm not sure if I can do that accurately, but I'll try. Aroito. Aroito, yeah. So um, you will be listening in, and I think, um, so when I'm I'm channeling, I will call on Lucifer to represent both of them. Is that right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's shy. All right. Okay, so thanks for the intro, and you'll be listening, right? And I think after Lucifer speaks, I'll I'll put you back on the line, and if you have any comments, you'll be able to talk to. Perfect, thank oh. you. Okay, I'm going to put you on Great. hold. Okay? Okay. All right. All right, so that's that's pretty much the lineup for tonight, I think. 
although maybe St. Germain will want to get a word in. Um, I saved us a little extra time, so in case we run over, we can. the recording won't be cut off. So, Anne? I'm here. You ready you to there? get settled in? Do you have anything and to add? No, I am I still feel bad about being late, but I was just <laughs> reading about all this. You can imagine how my eyes were glued to the screen reading about all this just prior to the call. So um, we'll give... Well, you Yes, well, we'll give Catherine a minute just to, uh, uh, this will be someone new that, that she hasn't channeled before, so it might take uh, just a little bit longer to adjust. Uh, but well, she has channeled him because she's spoken with Raphael and even named him Pr- uh, Prince uh, uh, Raphael. No, no, so, this is Reginald. Oh, Reginald. I was looking back. I thought, I'm saying that word wrong. Prince no, Reginald. No, no, this there is an is. entirely new um, identity. You're going to anyway, bring in I, Lucifer right now. Yeah. I think we're going to bring in Mother God first. She said oh, she okay. wants to do an introduction. Yeah, so we're we gonna would bring Mother, feel incomplete if we didn't start with Mother God. Yes. She did say she wanted to do the introduction. Of course. Um, from her perspective. So let's see what she has to say. Okay. Well, we'll give you just a minute. It doesn't take long uh, for Mother God to slip right in there with uh, Catherine. Um, They've been uh, speaking to us this way for quite a long time. In fact, I bet uh, Mother God might already be here. Mother God? Yes. Hello, dear. Hello. This is Mother God. Well, what an exciting time this is. I have some observations I'd like to make and and some information I'd like to pass on to all of you. It's lovely as usual to be here. I've I've told Father God it's time I stepped forward and and did some of the talking for us. Of course we agree on everything, but it's nice for people to know that we're we are partners, we work together, and he likes to be on the radio. But I like to do this too, so this time I decided to step forward and talk about this because it's so interesting and the relationships that are developing are so deep and profound and important. Um, these events are so important in the lives of everyone on the planet, not just the light workers here that are listening and not just in the Western Hemisphere. This is a global event. Now, dear Gabriella, don't let that frighten you. <laughs> there will be many, many dark entities coming. But they are no longer dark entities, so no one needs fear. They are very frightened, of course, because all of them know that they have, well, they've done things that we call naughty. Um, They probably didn't start out that way with that intention, but many of them got caught up in the program that some of you know as um, 
devil worship or or just um, promoting the ideas that are from the dark side. Now, it's been, uh, those of you who have read our book, Catherine's book, you know that the ideas we're talking about are pervasive in your culture. Um, let's take one of them, for instance. When someone um, takes over a business, takes it apart and sells its pieces for great profit, and fires everyone in the company, leaving thousands of people without jobs, sometimes entire uh, towns, unemployed, and the, the person doing this operation will say, it's only business. Well, dear ones, this is an example of the dark side in operation. There is no such thing as only business when you're promoting evil. Any time that an operation like that is created simply for profit, of course it's destructive. It destroys lives. It destroys the morale of the people who have uh, given their time and their energies to a project. So we include this as one of the major things about the dark side that has permeated the world. Of course, it began with what you call capitalism and then was perverted into a very dark process. So, you know, money in and of itself is not dark. Capitalism in and of itself would not have been dark if it hadn't been for the influence of the dark ones who immediately took it over. And as soon as it became a popular way of trading with one another and and used it for their own devices. So those ideas are terribly dark. There are other cultural ideas that are even more insidious that pass as religion or as cultural values like um, genital mutilation of women, like um, physical abuse of women and children. There is no religious reason to injure or mutilate anyone. There is no reason to beat a child or a woman simply because she's weaker than those who are taking advantage of her. There are even brutal um, cultural practices that many of you know of which are now being exposed to the light um, to such a degree that it's much more difficult for anyone to perform these hideous things anymore, like um, burning women um, because they are supposedly uh, have done something that had to do with infidelity, 
which is usually trumped up anyway. So all of those things fell under the category of dark, darkness, dark ideas, dark philosophies. And those were especially damaging that that were promoted as something good, a religion. It will lift you, it will keep you, it will help you to behave in a decent way, it will promote unity in the family and so on. Well, nonsense, it didn't do that in these cases. It was terrible. The same with its only business. So we know that there is no excuse for abusive behavior under any guise. Well, this is the news that has gotten out. And those who have been behaving in such ways are truly beginning to understand that their time is up. The the time when any of these behaviors will be acceptable is over. The world is changing. The consciousness on the globe is truly rising. And anyone who thinks that they're going to behave in dark and abusive ways and get away with it is wrong. You can see it happening everywhere. Now, if you if you listen to your news or watch these um, internet services where they put they search the globe for any violent act they can possibly find and plaster it across in big bright colors and flashing headlines, well, there are still a few sporadic um, violent acts across the globe. And if you really search hard enough, you can find some. But they are no longer the, um, the natural form. They are no longer accepted. They are no longer the predominant way of life everywhere on the planet people are turning to their neighbors people in the parks are talking to each other in a way that people never used to before people on the streets sitting on their stoop on their front porches greeting each other everywhere the level of Um, warmth and friendship and acceptance of one another is rising. Now, that's the background for what we're going to talk about tonight. What you know is happening is that um, as Catherine has told you, the dark entities will be moving in large numbers. They will be leaving. You see, you may wonder how they know about this. And this is what what the um, women were asking about when they asked Reginald, how, you know, how, how do they know about this? Well, they have been connected through a network of telepathic communication this is how they began 
um, they have been for some time harboring themselves in the fourth dimension. Now, so that they didn't return to the light in between their lives the way all the rest of you do. So these were the the darkest of the dark ones were the leaders who practiced this. You call them the cabal. We call them the naughties. Um, they were recycling themselves through the fourth dimension in order not to come back to us to be brought to the light. And they convinced some others who were their followers to do the same. Well, this is no longer available to them. So the ones who are still alive on the planet are here now. They still have their connection telepathically with one another. And believe me, the word is out. There is no dark entity that doesn't know the declaration that we have made. And that is that their time is up. And they must decide. They have a choice. They can either go to the light and be escorted back home to us where they will be welcomed with open arms. There are a few left on the planet who have refused and who insist that they're going to fight or or that they would rather be uh, dissolved than have to go to the light. It's hard to understand that, isn't it? It's hard to understand why anyone would want to disappear rather than to begin anew, to be accepted, to belong, to be welcomed back into the family. Perhaps these are the ones that were so badly treated and so brainwashed that they cannot even conceive of love. They cannot even process the feelings or the ideas of belonging and family. That is truly tragic that that has happened to some souls. We try. We have made every effort to welcome every single soul back into the family. It is our fondest wish that every single soul be embraced and be reintegrated into the family. So there are very few that are holding out. There may be a few. We would regret that. But the good news is that Almost all of them, those who have been playing on the dark side, are beginning to understand. And these calls have helped them because, you know, once you put the this out onto the airwaves, it is there for everyone to see and hear. So this information that you are that you are sending out over the airwaves will be there for everyone to listen to. Because in higher, you know, above the third dimension, 
it's possible to access all of the voices, all of the information, everything that's written is available to you. Now, I I hear a little dog barking. This is Catherine's little dog. Perhaps he'll come and visit. So, this is the the introduction I want to give you, and I also will tell you a little bit about Prince Reginald. I'm going to let him him do tell his own story, but I will just give you a little introduction. Um, I think I should I think we should turn this back to Anne and let Catherine take care of of whatever problem the little dog is having. And then that'll I be will fine. Come, yeah. And then I will come back to you. Okay. Yes, we'll let Catherine um, make arrangements for her little dog. We all love him. His name is Chase, C-E-Y. He's a little uh, chihuahua, and he goes with Catherine everywhere. In fact, we all just read the story, and one of the last challenges that um, was brought to Catherine where little Che, um, as they visited the neighbor in uh, the canoe, instead of swimming to the shore, he swam under the dock. And the dock dead-ended. Um, there was no way to scramble up on the shore, and she couldn't see him anymore. And uh, I think we've all read that story. Finally, Catherine had to dive out of the boat in her clothes and swim under the dock to... Are you there, Catherine? Yes, I am. <laughs> I put a little hero over my shoulder here. He oh, was lying in, well, he you was didn't lying. have to get wet this time. <laughs> yeah, he was lying in bed barking. <laughs> oh. I well, what are we going to do with Che? Yeah, he'll sit here on my lap. Nice. And I'm sure Mother God won't mind. Um, mm-hmm. She yeah, she was back. just getting ready to... Uh, Introduce Prince Reginald. And okay. uh, if you and Che want to get snuggly there, he do, he won't feel left out. He'd probably enjoy the story, too. Mm-hmm. So, sure. yes. All right. All so right. Let's go back to Mother God and see what she would mm-hmm. like to say. That sounds good. Okay. So we'll just oh, give oh, a I second here. Oh, hmm? Yes, I'm here. She's still here? Okay. Okay, Mother God, thank you. And we're looking forward to hearing uh, all that you can tell us about this. All right, dear. Yes, we have the little dog here, and he's fine. Um, Now, I will give you just a brief introduction so that um, the one we call Prince Reginald can come and tell you his story. He is one who belongs to a race of species which originated um, in another galaxy. They were attracted here, came here uh, just after the fall of Atlantis. 
there are some of their species that are the ones you know as the reptilians who had decided um, that in their... Well, we've told you some of this in the past. I suppose I should repeat some of it for new listeners. The reptilians... um, were very uh, intense, uh, very uh, emotional in their responses, and very highly creative. They were... I'm sorry, I think I said to you that they were from another galaxy. I meant to say they were from another solar system. They uh, were not from your own solar system. They came uh, because of the chaos and the confusion that was taking place on the planet after the fall of Atlantis. So there were some among them who decided that they didn't like their very powerful emotional and creative abilities, that they were bothersome, and they did not want to have to remain um, with any allegiance to God. So they decided to monkey with their own DNA and to change themselves into beings that had no connection to their hearts. This was done many thousands of years ago, and they decided to come to planet Earth and, you know, made their home here. And we, seeing this, thought long and hard about what to do about the fact that these dark entities were were invading the planet and were going to create a very difficult situation for our dear children the ones the humans who were developing on this planet and so it was decided in the councils to wait and see, to give it some time. And it was also decided that given the um, the proposal to, to use planet Earth as the most challenging and difficult and uh, also the best place to develop for a soul that this would add an element that would indeed create challenge, would allow everyone who comes here the opportunity to choose between good and evil. And it has indeed, it has indeed proven to be such a challenge. And as this, um, we did not plan, of course, for it, to become so difficult, it has uh, it had developed into a very toxic, very dark place, 
as you know, in recent um, generations. That had not been our intention, but there were those souls who still continued to come here because they believed they could turn it around. And, dear ones, you have. You have indeed turned it around. You have been able to raise your vibration to such a degree that you tip the scale. Now, as you have probably learned, it does not take as many light workers to do this because light is more powerful than darkness. So even when there were not so many of you, you were still creating a wave of light that was making tremendous inroads into the ability of the dark ones to continue to work in secret. As you know, there have been many brave um, journalists, many brave um, activists who have challenged the dark ones throughout the ages. This has had a powerful effect. Some people lost their lives doing this. They left the planet as heroes in our eyes and in the eyes of mostly in the eyes of the people on the earth as well. So each time someone stood up and challenged and did their part to to illuminate the kinds of things that were happening, it had a powerful effect. And that has been cumulative. Little by little, you have taken back your planet. And when you reached the tipping point and had demonstrated that you definitely were going to win this battle, you had risen to the challenge. You had succeeded. It was determined among the councils of which and those of you, your higher selves, are um, predominant in those councils. They have a lot to say. Your higher selves determined that it was time, that all of you have lived your lessons, you have proven yourselves, you have done a brilliant job, and you each had agreed before you came here to this life that this probably would be the last one and that you wanted to make the most of it. So here we are at the tipping point. It has now been decided that you would get help from your brothers and sisters from all over the universe. They've come to help. And along with that tipping point, was the point where it is now necessary. The decree has been has been um, introduced that it is time for all the dark ones who originated in the reptilian contingents to reveal themselves, to come forward, and to end this project. Now, 
the ones who are left, of which Reginald is a shining example, the ones who are left are those offspring whose DNA was not effectively changed. So they still had a connection to their hearts. Although they were a part of the of the culture, they were a part of the, um, you could say, family, the species, and therefore automatically were expected to subscribe to the same ideas and attitudes. Not all of them were as fully convinced that um, dark, darkness was the only way to go. So, Reginald is one of those who has awakened and who wanted, when as he awakened, wanted to be restored, wanted to be one of the family of light. And now all those minions who were not the leaders but who were the followers of the the darkest of the dark ones are also awakening and have decided that they too want to join the family of light. So this is why Reginald knows that his project will succeed because there are many like him, many who are Uh, more fearful who are very tentative about this and and really don't know what to do or where to go he will lead them now Reginald has had experiences in other lifetimes in other places where he was not of the darkness And as he awakened, he began to remember those times. He actually was one of those of the reptilian contingency who was opposed to this project of changing their DNA so that they could um, so that they could pursue darkness without any tinge of consciousness. And as he awakened, he remembered that. And now it is his wish to be one who leads (laughs) the charge of the Light Brigade, as he calls it. (laughs) And so that gives you a little bit of the history of his um, species and his involvement in this project of planet Earth. He has been here a long time. And now that he has awakened and wishes to be on the forefront of this dramatic and historic event, we are delighted to have him among us. We're delighted to have him as the leader of his, his, you would call them his people. And he thinks of it that way. So... I'm going to introduce our dear Reginald, whom we have 
whom we have called Prince Reginald because he is a prince, and you will see why. So now I'm going to turn over the airways. I think we can we can just do this. I will introduce him, and I will move away, and he will come and speak through Catherine. And I will say namaste to all of you, dear ones, until we speak again. And now here is our dear Reginald. Hello, everyone. Yes, indeed, this is, well, you could call me Reggie. (laughs) I am delighted to be here. I hope that I can give you a bit of a a piece of my story so that you will understand. I assure you, yesterday I was not feeling like this. Yesterday I was fairly shaking in my boots, as you would say, when I when I deigned to interfere with Catherine and beg her forgiveness, I was not sure that she would accept me, accept my presence. After all, it was rather cheeky of me to invade her her light chamber and and scratch her. I did apologize. I did not intend to hurt her, and she realized that. She is fine, of course. So here I am. Now, I can give you a little bit of a story about what it feels like to be a dark one, what it felt like to be part of that. Uh, now, as I see it, it's so misdirected, misguided project. I am ashamed. I am humbled that I took part in something so... Mm dark and distasteful. Of course, I was convinced. I know that some of you have had this experience, many of you, I'm sure, where you meet someone who is attractive, sounds interesting, gets your attention by perhaps flirting with you a bit or or um, tempting you with the possibility of great power, great wealth, great... Oh, it really is about the power. And for me, it was that, I must admit... 
There was great excitement offered. And I suppose you could say there was excitement. It was a fast life, as you know it. Wealth, power, wine, women, and song. Many of us incarnated on this planet and lived what you called the high life. Many came in human form. Many gained positions of great power or were born into the families, the 13 families, who continued to be born generation after generation into families of great power and wealth. Well, we said to each other, what's not to like? Who wouldn't want to have 13 yachts? Well, it did seem appealing at first. It did seem tempting. Great power. Who wouldn't want great power? Who wouldn't want to be told they are more important than God? Well, some of you wouldn't want that. Some of you learned long ago that is not something to strive for. I have to admit, I was taken, at least for a while. And that was because many of the members of my family were... Mm, how shall we describe it? They were rabid in their proclamations, in their uh, absolute sureness that they were the power, that they were the best, that they were brilliant, that they were fortunate, that they were the best. Well... That can be tempting, can't it? I could not resist for a while the wealth, the power, the glamour. Now, I'm here. My last incarnation has been as one of my own kind, I was already feeling some strange stirrings, some doubts. I did not want to come back again as uh, a mogul of business or a mover and shaker, as you call them. I did not want that now. I came as myself in my reptilian form and I agreed to impose myself on a host. I 
chose someone who was a brilliant light worker. I hid myself until she finally asked to have me removed. And at that time, I agreed to leave. Well, then what? The person who who asked me to leave was not careful about capturing me. I managed to get away. And here I am. I came to Catherine because I knew of these radio shows. I knew of her kindness. I thought maybe I could get her attention. As I did. And once I had her ear, I was able to declare myself. And here I am at your service. And here is my intention. I will put out the call. And when I do, I have quite a lot of power in my community. When I put out the call to all the minions to leave their hosts, and come, they will come. I have already begun explaining what the the current project is, what they are to do. They have been told it will be a choice for them, and they have been told what these choices are. They are being being invited to go to the to the light, and they know that today was a very mm, stressful day for them. It is a time of decision. The most important choice anyone can make in their life to choose the light or not. We used to have the choice to go toward the light or toward the dark. Well, that choice is no longer available to us. We must choose the light or perish. You can imagine the amount of anxiety this caused in the community It rippled across the globe. Many of you may have felt it. The energy level increased tremendously as all of them are facing this decision. And I can tell you there are millions There are millions of us. When they decide to leave the host, which will be a matter of days because those who don't leave will be 
will find themselves being dissolved and disintegrated anyway unless someone decides they really like the dark entity and would like to keep him or her, then they may do that for a time. But that would be the choice of the host only to remain in the dark and to keep harboring the one who is feeding on them It does not sound like a pretty thing, does it? Well, it was not. And many of us are realizing this, are waking up. As the energies are rising on the planet, you know, we felt it too. Those of us who were, who had a host who was a bright light, found ourselves in a position where we could not stand it. And eventually we found ourselves absorbing that light. And it changed us. It helped us to wake up and we found ourselves in harmony with the host that we were there to destroy. We discovered in that way the power of the light because we could not withstand it. Now, it was fine when we had hosts who were in fear all the time, who were in a war or who were uh, fighting together, who were um, in families that were in disarray and disharmony and anger that was fine for us we could we could do our work but now as people raise their vibration we could not sustain ourselves in that environment it's impossible and so we began to change too now when i put out the call tomorrow It will be, they have already been alerted. They know that I will be putting out the call. Now, isn't this ironic? Gabriella is the one, the archangel you see with her trumpet. She is the one who is the messenger. Perhaps I will borrow Gabriella's trumpet if it's all right with her. And I will be the one to take the message. And I will be the one to try to make up for the evil I have done. I want to do this. I want to redeem myself And I believe I can do that in my own mind. I know that Mother, Father, God have accepted me. They have already told me that I am forgiven. But I cannot forgive myself. 
I will do this because I must. I will bring every single one of my fellows to join us in the light. And I will not give up until I've done, until I have brought every single one. I pray that that will be tomorrow. Gabriella and Lucifer have agreed to to be the ones who will receive these souls who will come to them begging forgiveness, begging to be accepted. And who better to accomplish this task than the one they thought was their leader? When I told them, it will be Lucifer. You will go to Lucifer. Their their ears perked up. They said, ah, we will finally meet our true leader. And I said, yes, but he's not who you think he is. He is the light. They were astonished. But they have been feeling it. They have been hearing stories. I confirmed the stories. They're now processing all this. They're trying to understand it all, absorb it in the space of a day or so. It is unbelievable to them to hear this story so suddenly, but of course they've been feeling it, just as all of you have. We know that when Lucifer came to tell his story to you, many of you were not surprised. Many of you said, oh, now it makes sense. Now we understand. Well, this is what is happening with my brothers and sisters. The light is dawning, as you say. And we have an appointment. And for all of us, it is truly an appointment with destiny. For tomorrow night, I will, with Gabriella's trumpet, I will put out the call. And at 8 o'clock, our time here in the East Coast of the United States and Canada, since Gabriella is there, just north of the border of Canada, all of you listening will hear that all the souls have come to be saved. And it will be a very bright time on the planet 
when we all know that the darkness has come to an end. For so many of you who have been carrying these these beings who are my brothers and sisters, you will be relieved of your burden as they will. They will no longer have to annoy and disable you or make your throat hurt or your heart ache or your stomach churn or your back ache. It will be done. They are already gathering thousands and thousands. They are already leaving. I have agreed to meet them in a place that where they can gather. And tomorrow we will ask Lucifer and our dear Gabriella to do as they did with others. Gabriella creates a pillar of light that is a beacon for all to see. It fills the atmosphere. Everyone can see it. That is the beacon they will come to. And Lucifer will be there with her inside her pillar of light. He will help. They will have a team with them a huge team, one for every soul who wishes to come to the light. That is our story. And now, I wish to turn over this call to to our dear co-host, Mother Hen, as they call her, and she will she will carry on and let Catherine prepare, and she is going to talk with Lucifer. And I will wish you good day, dear ones, and hope that we will meet again. And when we do, I will be a partner with you, the team of light workers, and I hope that by then I will have earned my place among you. Cheerio. <laughs> bye bye everyone. Until <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Prince Reginald, you sound so English. Reggie. <laughs> That is English. And I asked Catherine. Did he say Reggie? Reggie? No, earlier, in the beginning he did. In the beginning, uh-huh. he said, when he first introduced himself, just call me Reggie. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Okay. Oh, you know, Catherine, I have taken notes, and... Um, 
we'll talk about it later, but maybe we can dress out this particular episode on Blog Talk Radio so people have some idea of the uh, content of this call so more and more people will be able to listen. And what exactly are you going to say? <laughs> well, it'll be just little quips of of, of what was actually said. Um, uh-huh. Like I, maybe bullets or something, just to attract people and invite them to listen. You know, we can also, we haven't used this faculty, we can function. We can um, mm-hmm. call it, um, what is it, a feature. We can call it a feature. Well, they have to. Yeah, I tried one time with Hollow Earth with the very first episode we had with them because we had over 7,000, I think, uh, listeners on our very first episode on Blog Talk. But they still have to choose and they say just keep reapplying. Um, but I've been dressing out the Hollow Earth mm-hmm. Blog Talk um, with a little um, quick overview. And it seems to really attract new people oh, that aren't that, part that of your lovely. or my network, you know. Oh, I'd love that if you could do that. Yeah, I'd be glad That'd be to. Uh huh. So that uh, people don't have any idea. Um, I know. Um, on my one, I even put the word Lucifer in the headline, and it just brought people are so curious. <laughs> Whatever it takes. You know, to invite them to listen. And, um, yeah, so we'll talk about that if you'd like. Sure. And speaking of, I didn't mention this, I've been asked um, by Sananda to, uh, you know about this development where a bunch of people had been putting the the messages online with these translators. Um, So it sounds like a robot voice. Oh yeah, reading yeah, the yeah. yeah, and I was horrified because it doesn't mm-hmm. sound anything like Sananda, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, when I talked to him about it, he said yes, he would like to have it, have the messages read, but not by a robot, and asked mm-hmm. me if I would do it. Um, mm. I, you know, I said maybe we could get someone. He said no, I want you to do it because he can be here with me. Yeah, and, yeah, that would know, be perfect. So I can get the right expression. So I Wonderful. will be doing. Oh well, that'll give you something to occupy your spare time yeah. with, Catherine. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be nice, <laughs> but it will be wonderful <laughs> because truly, you know, it 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 opens a whole new uh, listener audience that aren't always able to um, confront a body of of writing, but they would love to listen and in your voice with Sananda right there by your side it, it'll it's still a very great void it's really important yes so we will have uh the re- the chapters being read on YouTube mm-hmm. mm. and another thing i just got a call mm-hmm. from my new friend Harris um who I hope is listening or will hear this in the archive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who has offered to do an e-book. And I checked with Sananda about that, and he said, yes, that would be all right, that he can actually get the energy of the words into the e-book as he can with a written message. 
and then we will also be compiling the written messages to make a book. So hmm. it will be available in every form possible. You know, when when he decides that it's that there are enough of the messages, we'll make it into mm-hmm. a book. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, doing um, the YouTube. Oh yes. Message. Wonderful. So it'll be available for people around the world. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, people who are blind or people who... That's it, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is a need for that. There definitely is. So well, it's this all is wonderful. very exciting. Um, a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have started getting another message today, which I will finish tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So... We're rolling it out here. <laughs> You're doing such a glorious, glorious job. And um, I will begin to notify people on a daily basis on my breaking news um, of your daily healing calls. Um, I know mm-hmm. that you send it out to those that have um, been able to get to your website and enlist enroll themselves in your uh, various email groups. But I'll also post it because not everyone um, comprehends okay. what they need to do, and it'll be right there before them when they check in on breaking news every day. Um, this is, you know, if they just come and add their energy, they don't have to make any kind of commitment, right. but they'll know what's happening and uh, just Compound that energy. Yes. Um, I should also mention uh, that people who want to sign up for the the groups, they can mm-hmm. just go to my website, whoneedslight.org, and on the first page, right under the picture, it says sign up. And you go there, you um, check which groups you want to sign up for, either getting the messages or being a healer. Or mm-hmm. if you want to sign up for a healing, although we have a very long list, we're starting to try to organize it so that we can do a group of people mm-hmm. who all have the same problem or something similar. Oh. We're going oh, to try yeah. to do that. It's a little complicated, but I'm going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can go to whoneedslight.org, sign mm-hmm. up, and then also... On my website, there is a tab that says Healing Groups, and right there I give the schedule, the the coming schedule for the mm-hmm. whole week. So, oh, okay, good. Yeah, so before the weekend I'm going to schedule all of next mm-hmm. week. Good. So it will always be there. Um, mm-hmm. So even if I don't get an email out to everybody, they can go to the website and the schedule mm-hmm. is right there. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm having a new website built. Um, Michaela, who volunteered to do this, is doing a beautiful job. So that will be finished very soon. And it couldn't be too soon because the Mm -hmm. server I was using now made a mess of my website. It put all kinds of strange symbols and stuff on it. So it needs to be fixed. So that's Mm -hmm. going to so things are moving fast. They really are. They really are. I'm just uh, so so honored to 
contribute what little bit I contribute to this. Oh, it's a little you know, bit. Everybody does a little, you know. We couldn't um, do this without you, Anne. <laughs> well, honey, <I'm laughs> you keep me going. <laughs> and you well, it's it's an honor to be. Time. Yeah, it's an honor to be here, and and I feel the listeners feel like it's an honor for them to be among the first to hear these words. And uh, I think I speak for all of our listeners. One more thing, too, that people may not know. We now have about 12 languages. Mm -hmm. These messages, Sananda's messages, are being translated into, or more, maybe even 14 by now, all the major Mm -hmm. languages and many more around Mm -hmm. the globe. People are translating, and they're, they're just, wonderful people who contact me and say, please, can I do this? I want this to get mm-hmm. out to everyone. So those are all, you've got a lot of those posted already on mm-hmm. your website. I'm going to be sorting out the ones that I have received, and I know that some have come directly to you, and as soon as um, and we want to have a little symbol, it'll probably be S slash J, which will be Sananda Jesus, uh, indicating uh, his review and approval, and though I'll have it in uh, okay. an area we'll get used to seeing, and we'll start getting this organized and catch up, and then it'll be easy to stay caught up. So yes, mm-hmm. well, right now we're going through the process of getting uh, Sananda approves each translation or each yeah. translator um, before. We before I'm going to put it on my site, so we'll mm-hmm. have to with that and make sure we have. So have it what straight. what we're going to do is get an approve approval of the translator. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to do that individually with with every issue. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. So good. That's thrilling, isn't it? To think these messages are going all around the world. Yes. And we will each have them on our website. Mm-hmm. So there will be mm-hmm. two places where they're available. Mm-hmm. So we're less likely to crash our websites when people are <laughs> people are coming in from all over the world to read oh, these messages. Yeah, yeah, because the word is getting out and and uh, it, language is such a barrier to prevent people from hearing um these wonderful, you know, awakening messages. I asked Sananda today if he would be willing to write an introduction because it does, you know, it, he he began these messages as a part of the messages from Mother, Father, God. So he just sort of stepped in and started talking. So people who have been reading all along saw the continuity. But for new people... And this is being sent out to people who have never heard the other messages. So yeah. I asked him today if he would write an introduction, and he said, mm-hmm. yes, think about it. Mm-hmm. And we'll do that soon. Wonderful. So when we, I guess when we do the the voice ones, and then I don't know yeah. how we can do that, we'll be putting out the introduction along with, Another message? I don't. I'm not sure how that'll work. One step we'll at a time. You'll be guided. You'll mm-hmm. you'll be blessed as you always are and guided. And 
and uh, it'll just fall into perfect alignment. Mm-hmm. So, oh, are Catherine, you sure? while we're talking right now, can you? Yeah. Um, is there? I guess we'll just have to go back and re-listen. But tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, as I understood it from Prince Reginald, um, he will borrow Gabrielle's trumpet and um, call mm-hmm. all of his people which he has assured us, oh, you can't help me. You didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, um, well, anyway. <laughs> well, I've already, I've already talked to her about this, so we've oh. we've already discussed it. Something's going to happen tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern. That's the healing group. Well, that's when he said he's going to call his own, and he's not going to leave one behind. Mm-hmm. That they they will all come. Isn't this just overwhelmingly amazing? It is. Yeah. I'm I'm opening the line to Gabriella and um, Aurora who are listening, mm-hmm. and uh, I think she's she's well aware of this. And I was just told before the call started that Gabriella has also talked to Prince Reginald. Um, so mm-hmm. she she's getting very good at getting the messages too. So mm. she's already talked with him, and they're in agreement that they're going to do this enormous project. Mm-hmm. So are you there? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I have I your line open. Hi, yeah, here. You are here. So it's true that you spoke with Prince Reginald. Yes, it is, but I'm just getting used to this. It's more mm-hmm. a feeling I got that he, he knows that I'm honored to do that, and mm-hmm. we're going to work together. It's like a strong Excellent. feeling I have. Yes, okay, good. Well, this is what he said to me, too. So we're confirming that you know what you felt is true. So he was... Yeah, so Anne, is, you heard it, I guess. You heard his announcement that he'll be working with you and he wants to borrow your trumpet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So um, we can close your line. I think what I, we're, before we're running out of time already, but I want to have give Lucifer a little time to see what he wants to say. I think you talked with him earlier, right? You thought he wanted to say something tonight? Um, What I can say is we helped some entities this week and Mm -hmm. I think from his perspective it's going to be interesting for him to to tell everyone what happened. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is why I asked him to help me out on this because I'm starting to see things but it's not clear enough to talk about it. Okay, wonderful. So let's call him in and we'll ask him to describe it. So I will put you on hold so we don't have any background interference and you can listen. And we will have Lucifer come and give his perspective on this story. Okay, so Anne... Uh huh. We'll just uh, give oh. you just uh, a little time to adjust and uh, 
prepare uh, for Lucifer, who has visited with us before through Catherine. So I'm sure that the transition is um, easier each time. Catherine is just um, allowing now for Lucifer to speak through her and give us a little more insight as to how this is all progressing. So, Lucifer, are you here? Yes, I am, dear Lady Nada. This is Lucifer. Thank you. Well, yes, I have been consulting with my dear Gabriella, and we have taken on this project, which is, of course... um, going to be a bit of a challenge, but we're ready for it. And I have, uh, we have agreed 100% that we wish to do this and that it is a wonderful completion of the work that I started to do when I was here, incarnated on planet Earth. She is very eager to help Let me tell you a little bit. I know we are running out of time, so um, Catherine has very generously uh, invited me to speak. I will just give you a bit of a perspective on what I witnessed. When my dear one offered to to gather in the dark ones who wanted to come. It was an idea that was presented very briefly uh, by Catherine when she realized that many of the dark entities that were being removed recently seemed to be very willing and seemed to to, to want to go to the light. And she wrote this in a brief note to... Gabriella and said, you know, this may be the case that that they're all wishing to come to the light and that she has, of course, Gabriella has been a target of um, these dark entities for eons because she has always held herself up as the light worker who is the messenger and very visible and very active. So they were attracted, and the people who wanted to stop her were many. So she immediately called on me and said, I'm ready, I want to call them in. Call them all in. And so she contacted me. She contacted um, Ashtar. And she said, all right, Ashtar, I want to light up my my circle of light, my um, beacon for all the world to see and let them come. And we also contacted, well, no, let's see, the sequence was important. She said, all right, I'm ready. Let them come. And my dear ones, 
they came. They came by the hundreds. And she strengthened her pillar of light. The barrier around her was perfect. And they attached themselves to her pillar of light by the hundreds. And so it was our job as she sustained the light we called in the Arcturians we called in of course Sananda was there Archangel Michael all the angels all our friends all Saint Germain Mother Father God everyone helping to take each one of these entities who were encapsulated. And we had our friend Peg, who is Mother God, I mean, uh, who is Mother Mary, an archangel herself, helping and describing this event to Gabriella, as she was experiencing it. She is beginning now to see things very clearly, but it helped to have Mother Mary describing it. And each one of these reptilian entities, beings, was escorted to the light. Now that... We did not count. There must have been thousands. There certainly were plenty of us working. First, we had uh, something you might call um, a tent that encased all of them so that they wouldn't change their minds. And then we, from the inside, took each one, carried them off, took them to the light. It was a most dramatic experience. And now, we will be doing the same or a similar thing, and we expect that there will be possibly millions So we are going to enlist all the light workers, all the masters, all the angels, all the Arcturians, of whom there are millions. I think some of you know that Father God uh, described this recently. When these healing calls started... And because Father God was doing his healing pulse for those on the hollow earth calls, and then the healing calls began when Catherine began to sign people up to do these calls during the week. When she called for the Arcturians to help, they came with two motherships, one which is parked 
over the North Pole, one over the South Pole, and four other of their ships on the four corners around the equator, all waiting to help. And they are brilliant healers. They are here to help us. So this is what we have in store tomorrow. Millions of light workers who want to help. Gabriella, who will be the beam of light, the trumpet, the promise of a new life for all these beings who wish to come to the light. And I will be by her side. I will remain inside the light with her as the others help to escort all the beings who have been in the dark will be going to the light. So that is what we have ahead for tomorrow night. And I know it will be recorded for those who can't come tomorrow night. They will be able to hear this wonderful clearing event that we hope will encompass every dark entity on the planet. And it will be a fabulous celebration of light. And of course, you are all invited. So, namaste, dear ones. We look forward to a glorious day and a glorious new beginning after tomorrow night. It is going to be very exciting. So I will say namaste all until we meet again. And it will be a fabulous time. Thank you. Thank you, Lucifer. So nice to hear your voice again and to know that you'll be there with Gabrielle um, as she sends out her call of welcome to the light and all these entities know it's safe to come and join her and be collected and welcomed back to the light again. Uh, tomorrow night, we've got to get the word out. Is Catherine back? I'm back. There you are. Boy, this is exciting. Oh. I did have um, quite a long talk with all of the, you know, with um, Gabriella and Lucifer and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prince the prince about all these things today so uh-huh. i was uh-huh. i was prepared that they would all be here so i'll be interested to hear all the details that they've given mm-hmm. well and we need oh. to get the word out big time <laughs> big time between now and uh, tomorrow night and i was just getting ready to do one of my newsletters i wondered why i kept getting slowed up i kept thinking I was going to get it done, and one thing interfered after the next, and now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know why. I didn't have all the content yet. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's wonderful. If you uh, if you could help me with that, if you send me 
you send me your newsletter, and I will post mm-hmm. it, uh, send it to my list as well. Probably there are a mm-hmm. lot of duplicates, oh, so yeah. those listening mm-hmm. will forgive us if you get two, but you can send it on. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, won't it be a mammoth a mammoth call tomorrow night? <laughs> the more the merrier. Oh, it's going to be wonderful, the power. We'll probably have people getting up in the middle of the night worldwide. Um, they don't want to miss. They want to be and say, I was there. Mm-hmm. I added my energy. Well, um, I know that Jelena from um, the from Serbia is mm-hmm. on the call tonight, and she said she sets her alarm and gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning, so she never misses a call. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. These people are just wonderful. I've never worked with such a, a loving, complete, whole, perfect group of people than I have since we've been doing this work uh, between these networks. Mm-hmm. It's really it, wonderful. Yeah, they they really are. The quality is um, without comparison. You know, we have a lot of people with their hands up. Oh, we only have 15 minutes. What do you want to do? Well, I think we ought to try to take a couple of calls if we can. Okay. And I see will, the first We're already one. going into two hours. I had uh, usually our call is an hour and a half, but things are getting so, oh, you know, exciting. that It's hard. I know. In our early days with Hallow Earth, we thought we were we tried so hard to hold it at two hours, and sometimes it went to five, because <laughs> people are just enraptured with this information. It's finally giving them what they've been searching for. So yeah. I'm opening up uh, area code six five one, Catherine, okay. uh, ending in two six three six. This is the person who has right, got themselves right at the top of the list. Um, as number one, and we're going to ask when your when your line is open, all of you, so I don't have to repeat it each time. Your first name, your location, and very clearly your one question. So, okay, area code six five one, you show them how to do it. Hi, uh, my name is Pat from Hudson, Wisconsin, and I had a question about whether. Uh, you know, I've been feeling much worse the last few days, you know, and I think that I might have gotten the answer with the entity entering Catherine, but um, I'm wondering if that's possible that that happened to me. I've been told that I had, like, an ancient hook in me and holes like Swiss cheese in my aura. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, you know, and I've been listening to all the healing shows and trying really hard to, you know, but if they can get through to Catherine... You know, I've been doing the pillar of light and everything, but I don't know if they can still. If that's what, if that's what. Oh no, they can't. Too. No, they can't get but, through that anymore. I explained that that um, uh, I w- I was that um, Prince Prince Reginald mm-hmm. raised his his Hand. vibration vibration to right to come to be to a light to- worker. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't hurt me. He wasn't there to but hurt just, me. Right, but I'm just wondering if, if because of the fact that I have aura with holes in it, you know, if... Well, fix if, it. Uh, fix it. Well, yeah, I've been trying. You know, I saw the, 
I mean, is it possible for the for Mother, Father, God to tell me if I do have that problem or if this is something that I need some type of extra healing for or if this is something I can do on my own? Of course you can do it on your own. Your aura belongs to you. Fix it. You heard the way um, uh, Gabriella mm-hmm. generates light. Right. She called, she even, she asked everybody to help her, too. But, you know, and even, and her friends came to help her. Her, um, She was surrounded by people who love her, and she generated light like crazy. And okay. she she just created a beacon of light, okay. which she does. You can do that, too. Okay, so even if they like the, if they say there's ancient hooks there, those are things that you can remove by yourself. They will dissolve. Okay. They will dissolve in your in okay, the light. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. Not Thank to you. worry. Thank okay. you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Pat. And honey, be sure and hit one so that your hand goes down and we can navigate these uh, collars a little better. That was a good question. I think that's going to help a lot of people. And you know, uh, I'm op- <clears throat> I want to add something to that. I uh-huh. don't know who told her that she has holes in her aura. I've never heard such a thing that somebody would tell you something like that and as if it was something that you had to live with. Of course you don't. If there are holes in your aura, fix it. <laughs> you know. Our aura belongs to us, not to anyone else. This is a good teaching. I'm so glad this came up. I imagine there are many people that, you know, um, know that they can't all be on the healing calls individually, but they want to be empowered to help themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take another question. Next, next question is 970. You're open, and uh, you know the protocol, so go right ahead. Hi, Catherine and Anne. This is Barbara in Colorado. Hi, honey. Hi. Okay, I I don't want to be a downer. I I I'm just putting this out there. Um, okay, this is this mm-hmm. is just this is the struggle. I feel so blessed. I think we all do that we are able to hear from Father, Mother, God, and all the ascended masters, and, and be in on everything that's so magnificently happening. What's your question? On the other hand, what I feel is it's a blessing, and I'm just sharing this. It just feels like a curse also. And I'll tell you, this is just what I'm feeling, is that it's like with we know in our soul, I'll speak for myself, I know I've waited for this for eons. I am. I can't stand it. I've been so waiting to come mm-hmm. home to our brothers and sisters and to leave this 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 mm-hmm. dark right what's your question my question is is that is there any way especially those of us that are listening to these calls and we're hearing this it's like we're being told we're coming we're coming we're coming it's going to it's going to end but meanwhile the struggle of survival still remains so painful and consuming. Um, Barbara, I think you need to get the book, Who Needs Light, and read it. Okay. And and you also need to question what you're saying. 
Have you ever gone hungry? No. And I'm very grateful. Have you ever slept outdoors with no house, no roof over your head? No. Then you're not talking about survival. And I'm so appreciative. I really am. I'm almost feel ashamed for sharing this. No, I'm not going to shame you, but we need to listen. What you're saying and what's making you miserable is a dark entity propaganda. Mm -hmm. It is nothing more or less than propaganda that was designed to make people anxious and more easy to control. Mm -hmm. You are not fighting for your survival. You may have some problems in your life. You may have some things you need to solve. You may have some conflicts. You are not fighting for survival. Yes. It's time to drop this um, anxiety speak. Yes. And come into the light. And And you will ask for it from my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you ask, and, and... you know, um, Father God asked that I give away the books because yes. they want everyone to be able to read them. Yes. Read it, and you will see. You'll see how it's going to change the way you look at this. I thank you so much. Okay. I can, I can feel it. it just feels okay, like- girls, we're down to six minutes. Mm-hmm. Are we going to give someone else, one more person, a chance? Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, Thanks, thank Barbara. you, Barbara. Bye-bye. Hit number one, Barbara, when you close, so honey. We must move on. Okay, this is the mm-hmm. other person that was waiting. Um, these things jump on me. Just want Okay, I believe yeah. I've got 978 open. Go right ahead. We're down to six minutes. 978. Ends mm-hmm. in 0318. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Then we'll go down here and open 226. And you know the protocol. Go right in. Hello, my name is Mike Cirillo. I'm calling from Cambridge, Ontario. And my question is, when we ascend, um, if there's only one person in our family that's going to ascend, what will happen to the family that's left behind? Uh, I think this question's been asked about... 10,000 times. And I'm not, okay. we don't have to, um, we don't like, have to, just hang on, hang on. We don't have okay. time to call in Mother God, but here's what their answer no has always been. It's going to be all right. Okay. It will be good for everyone. You will come back and help them if you want to. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. All right, cool. Yeah. Everyone's going to be okay. Some people may take a little longer. They'll be on the next wave. But you can okay. certainly come back and help them if you want to. Awesome. Yeah, okay. and, and read Sananda's recent uh, scriptures. No one will be left behind. Yeah, no yeah one. I do all the time, actually. Um, read okay. Sananda's scriptures, yes. Okay, Carol, okay. we're down to four minutes. Sure. Okay. okay. It's all going to be much. good. Bye. Bye. Okay. Hit number one, please. Okay. What do you want to do? We've got four minutes. 
Okay, here's one more. Let's seven okay. eight six. Oh, here's one. There's fifty seven minutes they've been waiting. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Oh, look who oh. it is! For heaven's sake, <laughs> guess who's here? <laughs> quick, quick, open the line. Okay. Okay. Hello. You're open, guys. Indeed, beloved masters. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Hello, Father God. Indeed, I will keep this short, but I will say this: I am what is called the um, static that uh, uh, Prince Regional has finally seen the light, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, I'm also going to say that when he does what is termed as call forth all of his little minions, that is going to change the world. Mm. When he does this, it will release all those that are in bondage with what is termed dark entities. That Mm. means mental hospitals will be emptied. Oh, yes. That means those in uh, turmoil in their own hobbles will be freed. And that is a wondrous thing. And prisons, I'll bet. Prisons. And prisons are going to go and be in rapid chaos. And what is termed as uh, um, consultants, or what you term, uh, 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 what is this? Um, counseling centers will be closing down <laughs> because it will have no one to counsel. <laughs> oh my! I'll so be out of a job. The wondrous thing that is going to be taking place on the morrow, and oh. I say to Prince Original, you have my blessing, and you have my love. What and we will have your voice on Saturday um, joining us through Dr. May. Tomorrow? Saturday. That is tomorrow. Uh, no, tomorrow. No, day after. Yeah, day right after day. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Day after tomorrow, indeed. Couple of days. I, Couple will, of days. I will be standing on the side available. Uh, oh, uh, Catherine, I need for you yes. to do what is termed as to call Zorea. And uh, Quasar, after this call. All right, I will do that. It is concerning your clean uh, events and a way to improve them. Okay, wonderful. To to expedite them, indeed. Yes. To expedite them and make them much, much easier and to reach more people more quickly. I think I already I already know what you're going to suggest, and I'm going to agree to it. <laughs> well, we shall see. So you okay. make the call to uh, Zarea and, and Quasar. Mm-hmm. I have already given them instructions as to what uh, will be said. And uh, if I happen to be present at the time you call, then I will give it to you first hand. All right. That will be soon. 
All right. So we're Thank going you. to and we're going Support. to say good night to everyone. Indeed. And good night to you, Father God and Anne. Yes. Indeed. May mm-hmm. harmony, peace, joy, laughter, healing, and much, much love be with you and yours. So be until it. Satur- until Saturday, okay. thank you. Indeed. Good night, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Good night, and Father God. Good night as well. Good night, Tomorrow everyone. Night. Mm-hmm. And here comes our music. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>